0: Good morning,
1: good morning, good morning, and welcome to NAPWIC Talks. I am Jada Williams, your NAPWIC National Blog Talk Chair, and you know this is the happiest day of the week for me. Happy Wednesday on NAPWIC Talks. Again, thank you for joining us to all of our members and our first-time listeners and guests. As you just heard, yes, I have to ask you again to Follow, like, and share on all your different social media platforms and or head over to our website at www.nabwick.org and connect with us and or find out how you can join membership. So this morning, along with our special guest, it's an exciting Wednesday in that week, world, guys. Along with our special guest, we have Ms. Ursula Odom from Solar 2 in the studios, Ms. Jackie Perry from JP Associates, and, of course, the master builder herself, Ms. Ann McNeil, will be joining the conversation today. So Why are we so excited this morning on NAVWIC Talks Wednesday? As always, you know, we have our annual NAVWIC National Association of Black Women in Construction annual meeting that's coming up in January. That is January 27th through the 31st. So, yes, again, head over to the website or Eventbrite so you can, again, connect and get all the latest, greatest information. But... The second most superstar reason why we're so excited this morning in NABWIC world is that our special guest is no other than the Ambassador Susan Johnson Cook herself, or you might know her as Ambassador CJ. So Ms. Ambassador CJ is the founder and CEO chair of the First Global Black Woman's Chamber of Commerce. Ambassador Susan Johnson Cook is a third-generation woman business owner. She was appointed by the President of the United States of America, Barack Obama, and nominated by Secretary of Hillary Clinton, where Ambassador CJ was the first African-American female and faith leader to hold the position of the U.S. Ambassador at Large for International Religious Freedom. Listen, this bio is So packed. She is also the founding leader of the Women on the World Stage. Okay, and she is the author of 14 books, a TV host and commentator. Also, she has been and is a New York City pastor for 33 years. She was the first female president of the historic Hampton Ministries Conference, and along with all of her professional accomplishments ambassador cj also is a mother she is a mother of two adults one a recent md graduate and one a princeton graduate who is now working in corporate america hey good morning good morning and welcome to navwick talks wednesday ambassador cj how are you
2: I'm wonderful, and I am excited and ignited and delighted to be with NABWIC and with your founder and with you and all of your wonderful members. It's my honor and pleasure. So, you know, the way that they got the name Suje is from Susan and Johnson. So I was a performer when I was in college, and so they took the Sue from Susan and the J from Johnson, so they made one name out of it. So it's Suje. S-U-J-A-Y. S-U-J-A-Y.
1: Okay, 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 Sujay, Sujay, yes. I apologize yes, for that, Miss Ambassador, Sujay. So, like we just said, you are you're you have so much going on and such a powerhouse. And that little bit of tidbit from your college days of performing, how about you just tell us a little bit about yourself in your own words, since you are such a multifaceted woman. Um, I would allow to give you the time to introduce yourself.
2: Well, thank you. I am what I call all the way live and in living color. (laughs) I'm from New York City. The city's so nice, they named it twice. And so I grew up in a culture, in a family, in a household that was always doing wonderful things. So I grew up, I was born in Harlem, raised in Harlem in the Bronx, my parents were civil servants by day and they built a business by night. And so at 5 years old in my house, uh the family business was born, Johnson Security Bureau, and it's the longest running uh, Watch and Security family-owned business in New York City at this time by black families is now in the fourth-generation hands. So I'm a third-generation business owner, and so I grew up seeing what good business was like, working with other entrepreneurs in our community, but being proud of being a family of entrepreneurs. And so I think that that makes such a difference in terms of having financial freedom from our childhood all the way up through adulthood, because it was things like college, going to college, not having to get a college loan, but actually receiving checks from the family business, working summers with the family business. And I think that that made such a difference on my outlook on life, because I was not having a handout for the check, I was able to write the check. And I think that that became a part of my vision, no matter what industry I went into, it was to make sure that I could be financially free and move around and not have to be, um, you know, hurt by people or mistreated by people because when it got to a certain point it was like, okay, if this is not working, then I will leave <laughs> and I'll leave on the good terms, but I'll also leave and know that I can live. And I think that that mindset just changes everything. So, I, you know, I, I went into a couple of professions. I was a TV producer and I started – in washington dc and then moved to florida to miami florida wj uh wplj and the abc affiliate um did that for five years and was being called to the christian ministry so i started doing seminary by night television by day then i flipped it and did television by night and seminary by day and i got to a point where the hours in television were just so long that i couldn't you know i couldn't keep up i became ordained as a black baptist woman the Historically, making the first black woman in the American Baptist churches to ever get called to a pastorate. And I was called in my hometown, New York City, which was at a time when Mayor Dinkins, the first black mayor, was coming in, Uh, Lee Brown, one of the first black uh, police commissioners. And so a whole lot of things happened from this church that nobody wanted to go to. All the men were like, We're not candidating for that church. But it ended up being pivotal in terms of my life from that point I went to the White House from that point I became the first black female chaplain of the NYPD and all of these wonderful things happened for me from this place where nobody wanted to go and I think if I would say anything to people it would be one to make yourself help make yourself financially free And two, place yourself, go in the places that nobody else wants to go, which is what NABWIC is doing, and do the things that nobody else will do because then you're creating a place and a space for yourself where you stand out. And I think that that's been the joy of my life. Um, From there, the White House called me. From there, Harvard called me. And so my life has just taken a trajectory that I couldn't have even planned for but that I was prepared for when the opportunity came. And I guess that would be my third point, when – doors open, be prepared to go through them, have your degrees, have the credentials, have whatever certifications you need to have, because you don't know when the opportunity is going to come, but you want to be able to have the opportunity and seize the moment.
1: Yes, indeed. And of course, you always already know my favorite um, line after our guests speak their words of wisdom is, I know that our listeners, that you have picked up your notebook, your piece of paper, your sticky note, and your pen because Ambassador Sujay has just given out some amazing four or five tips just off the top of her head. You want to always make sure you have financial freedom. You want to go into the places no one else wants to go and or go into the places where no one thinks that no one else wants to do and always be prepared to walk through that door as in having your certifications, That's what that line screams to me, um, Ambassador Sujay, is NAVWIC, we are big on having those certifications and being ready yes. for the opportunity. But I wanted to ask you, because you mentioned it, So lightly (laughs) in your story, which I'm just still, I don't get starstruck. And I am just starstruck by the fact that you were the faith advisor to two U.S. presidents. How was that experience?
2: Oh, my goodness. It was awesome. Um, I worked for both President Clinton and then the first black president of the United States, President Obama, Both were empowering and powerful. Um, I went to the White House through a program called the White House Fellowship, and people who are between like 25 and 35 um, who are adults, and leaders in their community or respective places really need to look on it. It was created by President Lyndon Johnson 60-some years ago and is a nonpartisan opportunity for those who are selected, and it's a very competitive process. But once you're selected, you either work for the President of the United States, the Vice President, or one of the Cabinet Secretaries. So you're working at the executive level of government. And I met a woman when I was 33. I was When I was 21, she was 33, and I was playing tennis with her when I was working in television television in Washington and she said she was a White House fellow and I got that in my mind. I applied when I was twenty one and, and I was really too young and then I applied again when I was twenty eight under a Republican administration and wasn't quite ready for prime time yet. But then I applied again um when I was, when President Clinton's on the latter part of his term and I got in and so I was um hired by the White House to be a domestic policy analyst and Um, President Clinton was very much into the faith community, particularly the black church world, and he needed someone to help interpret some things, help write some speeches, make sure his protocol was correct when he was going to those places. And here I was, a Baptist preacher from the Bronx. And he was—he really just grabbed on to me and latched on to me. And so I ended up being a speechwriter for the president. I ended up representing him when he couldn't go to places. And I ended up flying on Air Force One with him. you know. And so it was just an amazing thing. And so my experience, which was supposed to be a one-year experience, ended up being seven years. He kept me on with HUD. He kept me on with a race initiative he followed. And so then I went back to my world. I did Harvard. I did my church And then when President Obama got in, because Secretary Clinton had known me when I was in the White House, she became Secretary of State, and she then sends for me, she's like, I know your faith experience, I know your political experience, but do you have any international experience? And I was able to put down on the paper, like, all these delegations I had led to several countries. So I had about 25 countries on my thing, and she said, I think this is the right position for you. So I get a call from the secretary's office. And, again, it's about that preparation, Um, having lived overseas, you know, in college with a program called Operation Crossroads Africa, and then having traveled as a pastor and leading people through Israel and Jordan and all the countries. Then all of that comes together in a place. So there is no experience that's unnecessary. I think that even the things that we call failures in life, are all preparing us for the point when we will have the opportunity to not fail. And so those two rejections as a White House fellow could have discouraged me, and I could have said I will never try again. But the third time was a charm, as they say. And it was the right time. It was right president. It was the right moment in my life. And I think, you know, from there, you know, I'm now an advisor to president. And as a White House fellow, it does not matter Who's in the White House office? Because we're part of a fraternity, sorority, um, that's going to always be part of the White House. And so we get notifications, whether it's President Trump or whether it's President-elect Biden. We're going to get, you know, notifications about things that are happening around the White House and to see if we have interest in helping, advising. So it's a lifelong experience that began when, you know, from almost now 20 years ago so i think that people again not only to be prepared but to have the breadth of experiences even when it seems like impossible or even when it seems like um you don't think you can really do it life is about trying and then people will come who will help you um and so i have been following Nabwick for a while you know this is our first time really connecting as partners But I've been following how um, the marketing is with excellence. You know, somehow I'm on the mailing list. I was at one of the um, receptions at the Congressional Black Caucus. And, again, it was an organization I did not know, but I saw a black woman's face. I saw black women at the helm. And so when they were in Washington, I was living in Washington, and I made it my business to make it over to where the reception was happening. And so it took a year for us to really connect and for us to know who each other are. But again, it's about placing yourself in places that you don't know where they're going to lead and to take the time, if you have the time, to be in the room. And when you're in the room, introduce yourself. And when you're out of the room, introduce yourself. And to make sure that we are connecting, particularly as black women, um, locally, regionally, nationally, and now globally.
1: Yes, and wow, 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 amazing, amazing, amazing. So we are going to get more into Some things that you have going on right now, and then our like synergies, like you just softly mentioned, um, between your organization and NAVWIC once we come back from this quick commercial break, and also open up the phone lines, Um, Ambassador Sujay, you already know the phone lines are are blowing up over here so caller 5498 ending in 5498 don't go away once we come back from this quick commercial break I will call on you as well so
0: We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com. Thank you, and we're back. Today's show is brought to you by Anne McNeil, the master builder, building stronger and better lives and businesses. And by PepsiCo Frito-Lay Company, one of the largest food and beverage companies in the world. And by Jay Perry and Associates, giving you the building blocks to grow your business. If you're joining us online, be sure to visit their websites, which are listed in the online description for this week's show. To learn more about our advertising rates and the packages for Nabwick Talks, contact Jada Williams at area code 786-702-1005 or email blogtalk at nabwick.org. And don't forget to follow us on Blog Talk Radio by visiting blogtalkradio.com slash nabwick. Thank you, and we're back.
1: Yes, and we are back with Ambassador Sue Jay um, this morning. And, again, thank you for joining us. So before the commercial break, the lights were going off in the studio, so I'm going to ask you one question and then go to our callers in the studio, because I know um, that we are halfway through our showtime and there's a lot of exciting things going on in navwick and as well in your organization, Ambassador. So could you please tell our audience or just go into more detail, give us some education on what is going on in your organization this week?
2: Yes, thank you. So, I'm the founder and president of the Global Black Women's Chamber of Commerce. We're the first chamber that deals solely with black women-owned businesses. We were founded in the midst of COVID. We created jobs in the midst of COVID, and we created business owners, uh, 25 women, black women who are sheep for PPE, PPE distributors all over the nation. So, we're moving and shaking, and that's how we came in contact with your founder, um, Ann McNeil, and we We are just so excited. We're gonna have a series of four talks called State of Black Women and the first will be this week and so And McNeil founder and your current president will be with us and we are just so excited to have both of them in our segment on emerging markets and things that we need to be looking at businesses and industries where we're absent or where we need to have more presence and so I am so excited to have your founder and your president on with us President Naylor and we are just so excited to do this first series we will also do one in March for Women's History Month one in June and then for our anniversary October 1st we will do one as well so it'll be a year-long series and we're going to have conversations we're going to have celebrations of things that have happened for black women around this country that we're celebrating and we'll have contemplation what do we need to be thinking about what what are the things we need to be doing individually but also collectively and in partnerships and that's why we're so excited about our partnership with NABWIC this is just the beginning and this is a conversation as I said and but we're going to be contemplating what can we do together to make to make a dent in this society to make a bridge in this society where people have pretty much ignored or have not looked at closely black women business owners well we're coming into the limelight i say it's our time And it's our turn. And people can contact us through globalblackwomencc.org, globalblackwomencc.org. That stands for Chamber of Commerce. You can register for our events. You can become part of our membership. You can see the other things that we're doing. And you can meet business owners that are doing some marvelous things. So we have everyone from a solopreneur to owners of conglomerates people who are in construction, and people who are civic leaders. And all of those persons will come together um, under one wing called State of Black Women, and there also is a website for that, stateofblackwomen.org slash events. And so we're so excited to be part of it and to have you as part of it as well.
1: Amazing, amazing, amazing. And, yes, that is the Global Black Women's Chamber of Commerce in Nabwick. You can hear. i just feel the passion for women coming through the studio. So this is a great opportunity to go ahead and open up the phone lines and then after that we'll bring in the master builder herself, our founder, Miss um, Ann McNeil. So real quick, call her five four nine eight. If you're still with us, we'll go ahead and open up your phone line so you can communicate with Ambassador Sujay directly. Good morning. Good morning.
3: Good morning, Miss Suju. I mean, you have just totally lifted me this morning. When I, the minute you began to speak, just the energy and just being all the way live, like it's, it's I'm, I'm digging it. I'm a Nabwick member, and I'm confident that you are going to be one of our newest members because you totally embody much of the spirit of Nabwick. Um, I was very encouraged to hear you say that you have a fourth generation family. I also loved you to say that no experience. Is unnecessary. So with that, I've got two questions for you. Our fearless leader, founder, and leader, Miss Ann McNeil, the wealth, the master wealth builder, is always telling us about the importance of securing our finances, our financial well-being, and to have a plan. So can you give us family business owners um, a tip that you think is very helpful in making sure that our businesses can last throughout generations? And then the second question is. What book
2: are you reading or what was, the fa- what was your favorite book that you read this year? Oh, good question. So the first is in terms of generation, because we're talking about generational wealth. And so if I had to name my ministry, it's the Ministry of Wealth and Wellness. Because as I stated earlier, being able to write the check and not being having the handout is really important. But what's very important in terms of wealth building is to keep accurate records so that your books, no matter whether you're applying for a grant, whether you're the recipient of some kind of bid, you're going to need to know your numbers. You're going to need to be able to produce your numbers. And not just for this year. I mean, even in the midst of COVID, you should be making money. You should find the opportunities in the midst of COVID. Building is still going on, you know. Life is still going on. And so when people talk about a pivotal moment, it's not talking about how bad things are. It's saying, what are the opportunities in this moment for us to do better? So keeping your books, keeping your good records, really having – a life balance is what I call it, because when you're building a business and when you're the owner of a business, you're gonna work long hours, no matter how wonderful it gets. But you also have to make sure that you're putting some life balance in there, and I'd say some play time. Like we make play dates for our children. I'm the mother of two sons who are very active, and we're always making play dates for them and opportunities for them. Well, I make play dates for adults, and I make sure that I have some time. So this summer I'm in New York, so we we have the four seasons. So this summer, I was in a beach town. We own a home in a beach town. Normally, you know, I'm away. So we moved to our beach house. It was the best summer. I worked. I had work hours, and people knew my boundaries. It was like, don't call me. Don't ask me to come to the beach during these hours. But when it was a hard, fast 2 o'clock, it was my beach time or my pool time. And I think that you have to have that balance to make sure that you're in good stead with yourself with your family. Your family doesn't want to always see you on the phone. They don't want to always see you running to an airport. So you have to have, So we had great vacations when my kids were growing up, and I did stuff like take them to school and pick them up. So one of the things that I developed was keynote speaking, because I knew as a preacher that all my colleagues were doing revivals, and they would be away for three, four, and five nights. Well, I was the mother of the family, and I couldn't do that. So I learned how to be a keynote speaker, and I turned that into gold. So I would go on a plane during the school day. I could come to it go to Atlanta. I would go to a place, Charlotte do a luncheon, get a check as much as the guys would get for a week speaking, get back on the plane, pick my kids up from school, and they never missed a beat, so we had family dinner together. So I think you have to make sure you have family time, you have life balance, and you know your books. Those are the records that you know my parents kept, and so anytime someone calls, we could produce our numbers. Um, the second question on books, I read a lot, as much as I can, because I was moving so fast before COVID, every time I got on a plane and would open a book, I would fall asleep from fatigue. But now COVID has really just chilled me out. So I read a lot of stuff. I mean, I love Sydney Sheldon, which is just good novels, just some juicy stuff. But then I also read a lot of um, books in terms of women's empowerment and then also spiritually related books. So the book that I'm reading right now is called uh, by Bruce Wilkinson, and it's called You Were Born for This. And it really helps us center in on our Appointments, our assignments. Some people call it the purpose life, but what is your purpose? What is my purpose in life? And so I try to remind myself, I take good notes if I'm on interviews or if somebody else is on interviews, I'll take good notes. And so one of the online things that I look at often is John Maxwell's. Um, not only his Minute with Maxwell, where he gives you a thought for the day, but often he does leadership tips. And no matter how much we're growing, you need to be a good leader at all times.
1: Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Um, You're welcome. Yes, yeah, so, again, NAVWIC members, first-time listeners, are always guests, we appreciate you. Again, I hope you have your tab, your notebook out, your pen in hand, because, again, that was a great question. Thank you so much, uh, Tylene, for asking that question. I know my members' voices. Um, yes, and we are always on the phone, but having that great life balance, that playtime for yourself, and always finding an opportunity to do better with accurate bookkeeping. Awesome, awesome, awesome tips. And I know with that being said, and just um, connecting the dots, I know our master builder and founder, Ann McNeil, is just jumping off of her seats this morning. (laughs) I can't believe she hasn't spoken yet. Good morning, Miss Ann. How are you?
4: First of all, let me take off this mask. This on across my face so you can hear me. Listen, I very seldom am I speechless, but I would tell you, listening to this interview just continues, uh, uh, like uh the old people say, just leaps in my spirit. And thank you for that question, Taneen, because I am actually on the golf course. And so mm. when you talked about the bat, yes, ma'am, when you talked about yes. the Dallas and family and and reading, and everybody that knows me knows that NABWIC was an idea on the page that came up and just kept coming up. And one year it was just a line. The next year it was a second line. The third year was another line. The next year it was a breakfast. The next year it was a luncheon.
0: And here Mm -hmm. we are
4: in 15 cities. So I really want to thank you for following the vision that God has placed in you to birth. And I'm very excited on behalf of our members in terms of what we can do because I like to always share as the founder of this awesome organization, where else can a black woman go in the world and work mm. and, and not have to wait for her baby daddy and make $15, 16 17 18 19 $20 dollars an hour as a laborer? Where else mm. can she do that other than in construction? And so mm-hmm. I think that when you look at what God is doing and connecting the dots, the hearts, and the minds of, of all of us, I, you know, we keep hearing that the election, way before the election, our time has already been here. It was waiting for us to
0: uh-huh, decide uh-huh. to make the first
4: step and the second and the third. So I just, you know, I don't even have a question because you've already answered a lot of the questions that I have. I'm excited about being on the program this week oh, yes. with you and, 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 and your leadership. But I'm more excited about what God is going to do as he connects all of our black women organizations
0: uh-huh. embracing
4: other organizations, too, because as you've already expressed, we, you know, in terms of the connectivity and the relationships that we have to build with other people, but we have uh-huh. to start with us and doing that and, and really having the self-confidence to know who we are and whose we are for the greater good. So I just wanted to just chime in and just say thank you so very much. Now I'm going to hop off and go back and, and hit this ball. So y'all have a well, great you do day, I will talk to everybody.
2: Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm right. a swimmer, Thank so, you. you know, this year I'm going to learn golf, but I'm a swimmer, so I have a pool right outside my window. And so that's awesome. my favorite thing, to be in the water, by the water, near the water. But I was going to say that I do high-power retreats for um Black Christian women leaders who are on the front lines, who are founders of organizations. So we do high-end retreats, usually in Florida, and we go away for three or four days. We connect with each other. We connect with God, and we just connect and just take an exhale. And We call it Selah by the Sea, and the word Selah in the Bible means just pause, (laughs) just stop. And so um, you'll be hearing more about that. We call it the wow factor, and we'll be Telling you more about that in the future. But we're going to join each other's organizations. And so we'll be walking hand in hand and we'll be winning together and working together and wowing the world together.
4: Well, listen, I would be remiss after saying that. And I could see Colleen smiling and Jada smiling because they just left my island retreat. For your life and your legacy that I just hosted <laughs> in poverty. Wow, Challenge don't tell me Isaac. that. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: well, now, <laughs> okay, okay, so you got
4: to invite me to year. be a speaker is, for that, okay? <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is my 13th year doing that. So, yes, we have a lot of synergy between us individually, yes. collectively, and our organization. So, this is when you know. That you try the spirit by the spirit and the spirit does not lie. We can lie on the spirit, but the spirit does not lie. So one more time, I'm gonna go and hit this ball. I will talk to no, all please, you. No, please hit Thank it for you me. So hit enough. it for me. I hope you get a hole in one. All right. Okay. All right, everybody. Take care. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And amazing. Yes, and I hope to uh, join Miss Ann out there on the golf course one of these days, but of course not to uh, not during this time cuz I'm always loving being here um, every Wednesday on Navvic Talks. So, it's so exciting. We also have our president our national president of, uh, you know, NAVWIC, uh, National uh, Association of Black Women in Construction, where we are the voice of Black women in construction. But, real quick, before I go over to um, our founder, Madam President Kimley Naylor, thank you for joining us this morning. I wanted to squeeze in one more question to you, Ambassador, for our members and our audience. Um, what would you say to our members, our audience? Um, to just help encourage individuals, because like you and Ms. Ann said, that work-life balance, she's out on the golf course now, and, you know, I'm a young um, entrepreneur, or so I like to say, I think I'm still a little young um, Mm -hmm. entrepreneur with a young family as well. So what would you say to our members and our listeners to help encourage us, to help encourage individuals to seek specialized certifications and just keep their head in the game?
2: Okay, great. So, And I'm a seasoned, I'm a boomer. I'm going to admit, I'm a, a boomer, I'm a seasoned boomer, but I'm still very young at heart and active. So I would say a few things. One is to really look at your life. I do an exercise, says three three columns. Who am I, who do I want to be, and where do I want to go? And I put everything down. Who am I? I'm a daughter, I'm a wife, I'm a sister, I'm a mother, all of the things that you are, a leader of a congregation, leader of a business, who do I want to be? And you put them all the things you've been dreaming about doing, and then how do I get there? And so, you want to, what it really is, is a prioritizing exercise, and it allows you to look at your life on paper, all the stuff that's down there, and it allows you to declutter your life. So I have this thing called the d smog Principles, and so it's trademarked, but it's about when smog is when fog and haze all come together and you really can't see clearly. You know you have a lot going, but you can't really see. So the De-Smog Principles are this, these. You have to digitize, energize, strategize, monetize, organize, globalize, and glamorize. So there are two Gs on there. And what you want to begin to look at is how do I organize my life so that it works for me and my family if they're children and I have husband involved or spouse involved then you have to make sure it's not just for you, but it's for you and your family. And then secondly, how do I then make time for me in the midst of all I'm doing? And then what are the goals, one goal at a time? Like I asked some women who I'm working with to write a job description for someone that they wanted to work with them. They put like 20 things down that are more than they're doing in work. I'm like, how are you going to bring an intern in to put all of this on there? So I said choose one or two things that you think they can accomplish in this school year. And that's what I said with our businesses. Look at one thing at a time. It does not mean you will not accomplish the list, but as you get to that second thing, you may find, You really don't need the last five things that were on your list because you're really doing them. So it's really about organizing your life, decluttering your life, and making sure that you digitize your life because if COVID taught us nothing else is that if you don't understand technology or don't know how to handle it, you will be in the left-behind series. So you want to be always progressive, always a little ahead of the game so people have to come to you for consultation, come to you for advice, and that you are always in-the-in crowd, and you're reading, and you're keeping up with industry standards, and you're going farther than the norm. And that's what excellent execution and excellence means. It means that I have done my homework. I have not only gone to Google, but I've read some books. I've been with the industry leaders. I've sat with them. I've done my homework. And so now when I step out, I am confident that I know my business. I know how to have conversation with others in other businesses, And I'm creating business for myself because I'm going in places where others haven't gone. And that, my friends, is really the industry success. No matter what business you're in, whether it's NABWIG and construction, whether it's with me and doing keynote speaking and working with women leaders, no matter what business you're in, always be two steps ahead so that you can always be gleaning and learning, but make that playtime golf swimming for me, walking, whatever it is, find something to do to stay active and your mind and your body will thank you and your spirit will thank you that you are not sedentary but that you are very much active in life. And so that's my word for today. I my president Miss Kimley, I thank you for having me and Miss our host today, thank you for having me and certainly our founder This is just the beginning. And, again, you can find us at globalblackwomencc.org, And we hope to have many of you come with us, and many of us will come with you. And this is just the beginning. It only gets better from here.
1: Hey, yes, indeed, and I'll put an amen, amen, and amen behind everything you just said, because that reminds me um, of my uh, beautiful mentors always telling me one crayon out of the box at a time, so yes, one <laughs> goal at a time, and yes. <laughs> I won't say I no love name, it. I but love uh, she, it. Yes. she's out on the golf course right now, and I love it, I love time I love I love
2: Yes, one crayon at yes. a time. And if they want to register for any of the, the State of Black Women, where uh, Miss Ann and Miss Kimley and Miss Naila will be, it's stateofblackwomen.org slash events, plural, events, plural. And there's room for you. We're getting close to being at capacity, but you know what? Anybody from NAB, we're going to have you, okay?
1: Yes, indeed, and thank you so much for making us feel so comfortable and encouraging us and uplifting us this morning. So, guys, that d small principle, de- uh, digitize, energize, strategize, glamorize, hashtag all of those. Yes, she is rocking and waving this morning, and, of course, it <laughs> I could not close out the show without giving my president I love to death who has all of the swag. Miss uh, Madam President Kimberly Naylor, join in the conversation real quick this morning. How are you? And thank you for making the connections with Ambassador Sujay. I just love it this morning. So much magic.
5: Well, that's why we call it black girl magic. Uh, good morning uh-huh. to you. Ambassador Sujay, I am so Good honored morning. to speak with you again. It was such an honor to meet you in D.C. and to be invited to be a part. Um, this is truly our time. I'm actually wearing our shirt from uh, Auntie Maxine, reclaiming mm. our time. <laughs> yes, yes.
4: <laughs> to
5: My 30 moments of uh, movement and motivation and uh, reminding us, but I'm so honored for uh, this time in which we live. I truly believe we were born for this time. Um And women are coming together. I have no doubt that black women are going to lead the charge of helping us restore the uh, true integration of being a mind, body, spirit entity and know our true inner essence of beauty. And I'm Uh, honored. Uh, I just get excited, you know, thinking about the retreats, the retreats you do, the retreats Ms. Ann do, the retreats I do. We had no idea we were in so many similar lanes. But when our hearts united, uh, this is what happens. And we are so privilege here at NABWIC that um, our leader, our fearless leader, has held a vision, even when she didn't have all the support. And so we're all taking the charge to continue to move this vision forward. Even though we are in uncharted areas, we know that the biggest wealth transfer is going to come from this construction and building community development. And so we're excited uh, for the global Uh, exposure and partnership because we can teach women across this globe how they can truly build and define who they are. And it all comes from, you know, that inner essence of who we are as a woman. Um, I often say we have the widest range of influence, but I love the fact how you gave us not only the D small but I love that you ended with glamorize because all the work we do at the end of the day, we glamorize ourselves. And it's so funny, right now we have... Um, a actual challenge going. We call it the pleasure challenge because it's women leaders. We often forget to just take time for pleasure. So I thought it was great how you've integrated so much in this interview. It was so inspiring. I'm going to post, 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 and reshare because this is truly um, where we are as black women coming together. We have worn uh, the weight of our communities our churches, our leadership. And now it's time for us to really showcase who we have become. And it's just really wonderful. I cannot wait until Friday. I know it's going to be off the chain. And uh, I'm just just going to close and say I'm excited and thankful to you. And uh, I'm just going to close by saying a woman instead of a man. A-1, oh, A-1 all right,
2: all right. I received that. And blessings to all of A-1 you. Um, to, yes. Thank
5: yes you. And we
2: will be together soon. I'll see you at your rehearsal tomorrow. But I'll see you on the air okay, on yes, Friday. Yes. And you, we have a wonderful host today. Thank you so much for um all of your questions and for moderating this morning and uh so thank you so much. And Off to another couple of interviews and the rest of my day, but I really want to just thank you for having me. And again, Global Black Women's Chamber of Commerce and NABWIC, uh, we're ready to work together and bond together. And it just began this morning, so thank you
1: beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much. And again, one more time, um, Ambassador, let our members, our audience know how we can connect with you. And thank you for sharing already your favorite book. So guys, go out, get your book, read, pay attention to your tidbits, and how can we connect with you? Or well, I will say two something.
2: things. My fa- in closing, my favorite book is Uh, Becoming a Woman of Destiny, Turning Life's Trials into Triumph. And it's by this author, Susan D. Johnson Cook, Susan with a Z, uh, Becoming a Woman of Destiny, Turning Life's Trials into Triumph. And it deals with black women in in transition. How do we get from one place to another and as we're growing? Um, You can reach us at globalblackwomencc.org, all one word, globalblackwomencc.org. That stands for Chamber of Commerce. And you can also register for stateofblackwomen.org. That's plural, stateofblackwomen.org slash events. And there's still room for you you if you sign up today. We're close to our capacity, but we want to have you because we're going to have Ms. Naylor and we're going to have Ms. McNeil. And we want to have you as we have conversations, celebrations, and contemplation about where we're going to go together. Have a blessed day, and thank you again.
1: Thank you, and yes, indeed, we are the National Association of Black Women in Construction, being that we are the voice of black women in construction. So you already know where you can find us every Wednesday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Until next Wednesday, have a beautiful, blessed day.